I have a question. Where the freak was Anthony Davis tonight? Like, Domas was just absolutely dominating him. Like, all I hear about is Anthony Davis defense this, Anthony Davis that. Like, he was missing. Like, put him on a fucking milk card because he, he didn't exist tonight. I will say this, though. If we get this Kevin Herter in April, in May, in the playoffs, we're definitely more than a second-round team. Um, we look unstoppable at times. No, I was just going to say, like, their fans are the only ones who thought they were contenders. No one else. I just I just like to say one thing. Domas has never lost against Anthony Davis. Thank you. Welcome to the Beam Unit. It's Daily. Joined by my co-pilots, Naima and Elizabeth. What's happening? What's up, y'all? Hey. Nothing more beautiful than hearing light the beam chants in Staples. But let's begin. First quarter, Fox gets a steal from the jump ball for an easy lay-in. Harrison Barnes hits two threes. Herter hits two threes. Monk and Brown, four minutes to go. Immediately connects with Domas for the dunk. Kings up 20 with 145 to go. Like I said, this was a beautiful game. Second quarter, Lakers go on a 12-1 run with their starters back in against the Kings bench. Fox hits a midi and stops the bleeding. Fox hits JaVale for an oop. Monk gets a steal, a JaVale dunk. Another steal by Monk for a Duarte dunk. Fox hits a three. Domas gets a nice putback. Dunk off a of Fox miss. Fox hits another midi. Clamp Keegan locks up Austin Reeves. The announcers were saying was playing like trash, but let's be honest here. Kings clamped him easily. Herter hits a three from the corner to end the half. That was beautiful basketball. Naima, Liz. Honestly, that first half was just beautiful to watch, especially in the first quarter. I mean, we were making everything in that first quarter. I wasn't expecting us to do the same in the second quarter. That's why there was kind of a um, fall off of offense but man when domas and fox and kevin are all on it is beautiful offense to watch and it was just so much fun to watch as well especially against the lakers all always i have a question where the freak was anthony davis tonight like domas was just absolutely dominating him like all i hear about is anthony davis defense this anthony davis this anthony davis that like he was missing like put him on a fucking milk card because he, he didn't exist tonight like, that's crazy. The, Savonis had a great game, was out there doing his damn thing. Like, what more could you ask for from your big man when he starts off aggressive and he does his thing? It's just beautiful basketball. Again, when Fox gets going early, it's nice to see because then we don't have to have fourth quarter Fox come out on a nightly basis. Um, and he was shit-talking, which I love when Fox, you know, shit-talks because he has earned that right now in the NBA because he busts fools on a nightly basis. Uh, Kevin Herter is officially back, y'all. Um, we're watching him just do his thing out there, which is so nice to see. Again, it's nice when he hits his threes, but hitting that mid-range like he's been doing, getting to the basket is even more crucial. So, yeah, this was a great win. Um, this is a great start to the six-game road trip, and we just got to keep it up. Not to be a party pooper, I will say this, though. If we get this Kevin Herter in April, in May, in the playoffs, we're definitely more than a second-round team. Um we look unstoppable at times. And granted, I, I usually like to see, you know, six kings and double figures. It's kind of weird uh, lately seeing um, Herder, Fox, and Domas carrying the load. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying it, it's weird to see, but it's nice to see him get out of his head and become who we thought he would be. Uh, anywho, third quarter, Herder hits a three off a of DHO. Domas hits a three off a of paint spray from Herder. Fox drives to the rim. He's met by AD. No problem. Fox easily floats it over. Sabonis stops a LeBron drive uh, and causes a miss. Domas steals from D'Angelo Russell. HB hits a three from a pass from Herter off that DHO gut action. Run gut DHO again. Herter gets stopped with a stun or a hedge. Herter flips it, passes to Domas, who drives in for a layup. So that play has been so many, as so many of you know. Herter hits six threes to end the quarter fourth quarter lakers going a little run domas it's a midi which is going to be so valuable in the playoffs domas it's hb under the rim for an easy lay-in lakers go zone and cut the lead to 10 but then with about 90 seconds to go you hear light the beam chance in staples and that's all she wrote what a beautiful game yeah honestly it was just so much i mean towards the end it was, i was kind of nervous i'm like you but y'all better not 
blow this lead. But no, all all together, it was just a great game to watch. I love when we're smacking the Lakers like that. And I especially love when Domas is taking more field goals. It's great to see he took 19 shots. And he was not afraid to take it to AD. He, as Liz was saying, he was absolutely owning him in that play. I don't understand why he's even getting like defensive player of the year considerations because what I saw tonight, absolutely not. But it's great to see um, just Kevin playing as also like that. Like, man, he was on fire. He was hitting fadeaway threes like the so far out. I just – it was great to, to watch. And, of course, having Fox back, you already know the team is more confident when he's on the floor. Uh, kind of sucks that we – Mitchell was like the only one who didn't play in this game, literally got hit. Well, except Sawson and Edwards, but like getting hit with a DNP in the second time in a row kind of sucks. But it worked tonight, and and I'm glad that we were able to come out with the win and get our fourth win in a row. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else more to say. We dominated, mm-hmm. we dominated the game, and you know, this obviously is not like a should win situation, but they kind of should have dominated because the Lakers were on a back to back. So this is a situation where you take advantage of and you should dominate mm-hmm. games like this when you got teams coming off a back-to-back. Yes, Anthony Davis, LeBron didn't pay very many minutes last night because they basically blew the Grizzlies out, but they were smart in getting the pace going early because I could tell the Lakers were tired, their legs were tired. So that's what you should do when you get a team on a back-to-back is just run them off the floor, and that's what the Kings did. And honestly, um, Glenn Rivers called it. He was like, yeah, LeBron looks totally gassed, and it was about three or four minutes to go in the fourth. And that has been happening lately in the past probably three or four seasons. Um, he always looks gassed in the fourth. So it is what it is. And as far as AD is concerned, and feel free to cancel me, I'm going to show a little empathy. I know that he's not the same since whatever the last injury was. I think he's just bad on the injuries, guys. And, and respect to him, he's still a beast when, you know, he has his once every five games. Uh, he goes super cyan and goes off. But yeah, unfortunately, I don't think that's sustainable. I'm pretty sure before the playoffs, you know, he's going to do some DNPs. He's going to go into the back to tank, as they say, and he's going to take a break and get ready for a playoff run like they always do. LeBron as well. It's bound to happen. They always do it every season. Oh, <laughs> Woo! I do believe it is that time once again to recollect and reconvene. And process what just took place. I sit here on the East Coast, but I sit here and I smile. My smile is from ear to ear. It's as big as a goddamn Christmas tree in Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we say light the beam. This was beautiful from start to finish. This was glorious. This was groovy like a drive-in movie. It was official like a referee's whistle. It was as cool as a polar bear's toenails in the Antarctic. The Sacramento Kings didn't just beat the rival Los Angeles Lakers, the same team that everyone this summer said was going to own the Pacific, the same team and fan base that said the Kings were a fluke, that said the beam team was a blimp on the radar, that said the Kings were one-hit wonders. Yet I stand here today in my living room And I gaze into my phone, and I gaze into the stat sheet, and my eyes, do they dare deceive me? Do they dare complicate things for me? No, this can't be, because what happened tonight was simply put, the Sacramento Kings kicked the Los Angeles Lakers' ass in their backyard, in Hollywood. Liz, I know you know ball. I would never question your knowledge. I don't want to hear about a back-to-back. I don't want to hear about the Lakers were tired. Everyone was probable. Anthony Davis was probable. The GOAT LeBron James was probable. You know what was probable? Probably the Kings were going to put their foot up the Lakers' ass, and that's what they did. I don't want to go into the stats. That's too easy. That's low-hanging fruit. That's cherry-picking. Kevin Herter, he did his thing again. God bless your red velvet. Smooth like the back of a drop-top Cadillac. The velvet in the back of a drop-top Cadillac. Saboner, it rages again at full erection. The Saboner rages on like a guy just took three Viagras in the middle of the night. He outplayed Anthony Davis. The revenge tour is in full effect for the Saboner. God bless him. Keegan Murray, aggressive as usual. Barnes, everyone threw salt at him again online, but he had the defensive turnover when it looks like the momentum was shifting. 
that turned the tide again back to the Kings in control. Um, I just want to bring up one thing because you know what the Lakers fans, they, they, they've been telling me all, all summer that Austin Reeves is the next best shooting guard in the league. I just want to bring this up. Austin Reeves, 4-10, 0-5, had 11 rebounds, whatever. Nine points for the Kobe of the Ozarks. Listen, at the end of the day, it's like this. Our team is hitting their stride. That's four in a row now. Count them. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. The Kings are coming. No, no, no. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Let me, let me retract. I feel embarrassed that the Kings aren't coming. The Kings are here, damn it. This is the future of the Pacific. This is the future of the Western Conference. I told you all offseason. It's not a mirage. It's not a fluke. The Kings are competing for a title. I don't care about beating the Lakers' ass in November. This is about April, May, and June. This is just a, a preview, a precursor of what's to come, damn it. The Lakers are old. They're decrepit. They're fading away. And the Kings are young. They're full of life. And they're six and four. Like the beam. Turn on the fucking Jets. Might I add that this was a wire to wire victory? Kings led throughout the whole game. Amazing. 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 The Lakers currently have a space called the Lakers are not contenders. Like these people, man. I swear to God. Like poetic justice. Liz, did, just, did we break them? Off a bridge after one game. Like, did the no. Kings break them? Kevin Herter broke the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Broke the Lakers. I'm sorry, but one of y'all need to go in space and recon back for us because I need to know what they're saying. Seriously, this is crazy. Go into a Lakers space in your fucking dreams, never. Oh it's no, funny. it's fun. To, it's fun to go and listen and laugh at all. It's very no, I, I could do about forty so seconds. Yeah. I'm sorry, Naomi. Go ahead. At least. No, I was just gonna say, like, their fans are the only ones who thought they were contenders. No one else. And like the media, popcorn, <laughs> the media TV thought they were going to go. Media always has some They know it's a money machine if they get them, if they're good or anything. So that's why. And with LeBron on that team too, it's like perfect fit. Absolutely, you already Listen. know. During free agency period, they're probably going to pick up a few people and make some trades again. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, like Blackwork. Anywho, going to bite like they always do for some reason. Trying to help out the Lakers, I, I don't know why, but. Yeah, it's, it's obnoxious. Anywho, Jordan, you ready, man? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm just chilling in my bed. I got a mini beam right on my dresser. I'm just chilling. Isn't it so amazing? Every time we beat the Lakers, everybody, it's just poetic justice. And let's give the Lakers fans some credit. They created that space, like we said. At least they're humble, unlike Warriors fans. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the Warriors. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the Kings are once again on top of the Pacific Division, on top of the Lakers, on top of the Warriors, on top of the Phoenix Suns, and on top of the Los Angeles Clippers. Can we talk about it for a second? Kevin Herter smoking hot red velvet. Ooh, it tastes so good. It tastes amazing. Sabonis went at Anthony Davis today at the very start of the game, went at him, and then continued to go at him, and then continued to go at him. Rebound after rebound, push after push, bucket after bucket, every single time. And what does Anthony Davis do? He just stands there. I don't understand that. Coming from pure basketball, I don't understand how you can be hyped as a defensive player of the year so much, but yet you just stand there and get bullied all night. And it's not like Sabonis was doing anything too fancy. He was just going at him the exact same way. Every time directly into his chest. Needless to say, De'Aaron Fox, another masterclass. Another absolute chef's kiss masterclass. Can we look at LeBron for a second? Is this your king? No. No, 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 no. No. This is our king. This man, De'Aaron Fox, came back 28 points against the Warriors and had an absolute masterclass again against the Lakers. This man just loves cooking the team that didn't draft him that took Lonzo Ball over him. De'Aaron Fox just angry. 
Aaron Fox does not like the Lakers. But yeah, I enjoyed watching this game. If I'm being real for a second, too, I can't watch the ESPN broadcast. I was so hyped when we got 22 games this year, 22 nationally televised games, and yet I can't even watch them because all anybody does is talk about the Lakers. I'd much rather listen to Mark Jones and Katie Christensen or Kyle Draper and Katie Christensen on some nights. But it's a very, very good, very, very good night. Long day of work, and I remember today, oh, yeah, the Kings and Lakers play. We get to beat their asses again. Last year, there was an excuse of we didn't beat them fully healthy. Either LeBron was out or AD was out. We've beaten them twice this year fully healthy. I'm just, I'm happy. I'm happy. This team is finally coming together. The chemistry is building. This is starting to look like being team two. Starting to look like being team 2.0, man. I'm excited. I'm hyped for this season. And one more thing before I get off. Those purple jerseys, man, are the cleanest effing jerseys I have ever seen in my life. I thought the City Edition jerseys were clean. I didn't expect those jerseys to look that good on the court. Those are fire. I'm getting one of each this year. I don't care. Light the beam, baby. We back. Same, Jordan. Same, for sure. I just I just like to say one thing. Domas has never lost against Anthony Davis. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and we'll get to the Spurs a little later, but yeah, I, I anticipate us doing well as long as we have our legs. But again, road trips are rough. So if we are going to lose any of these road games on this road trip, it's going to be due to that nine times out of ten. So we'll see. You know what? I just feel like being negative today because, first of all, there's two types of fan bases that piss me off. It'd be Lakers fans and Warriors fans. Lakers fans, they just they just can't help but see De'Aaron Fox cook them every single time they face off with each other. Like last game, De'Aaron Fox went off on one leg, and then this game, De'Aaron Fox went off. And same with Herder. And um, actually, I just wanted to correct some of y'all. His name is Kevon, not Kevin. He He officially earned his name back. After this game, well, the past three games, he earned his name back. He's now Kevon Herder. And um, let's see. Uh, all around, Domas didn't just outplay AD. He 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 beat the shit out of AD. Like, he beat him like he stole something. Like, AD, he held AD to under double digits. Like, AD scored nine points at the end of the game. Domas had almost damn near 30. So, like, Domas completely just, just owned AD tonight. And, like... <clears throat> Once again, once Fox is aggressive, you just see like great things from this team. And honestly, I was a little, I was a little worried because like going into the fourth quarter, they was up by twenty four, and I was like, okay, let's just try to hold this lead. And then fucking LeBron started going off, so like I was like, okay, maybe they're just like you know, maybe they're just starting to like they're starting to like let go of the gas. But <clears throat> they pulled through. Barnes got that clutch deal to seal the game, and I was able to breathe i was able to breathe and not like lose my fucking mind if we somehow lost that game and let's just talk about how they were defensively sabonis had three steals in the block barnes had four steals fox had four steals murray had two steals herder had two steals and even sasha and uh mcgee had two steals so defensively the, the, the this team was like looking great against the lakers but like one thing if i had to pick like one con it was the fact that they were just letting the paint just be like open like they were letting D'Lo and Braun just walk into the paint all casually and just score it easy too. But as long as we come out with a win, I'm perfectly fine with that. And it's a, this is a great way to like you know humble Lakers fans because they think like oh the Kings this was an easy win oh we're better than them this that the third. But once again the Kings prevail against the Lakers. Not not too surprised about that two and zero against them and hopefully against San Antonio we know we know how Wimby is so that's definitely going to be a challenge. And now I can you know. <clears throat> fully rest tonight knowing that the beam is going to be lit and <clears throat> I just want to end off with saying fuck Lakers fans and fuck Warriors fans. Alright, y'all can go ahead. Well said, FJ. Um, I will say, speaking of HB, I'm just really happy that he took 10 shots. And, you know, people have just been box score watching. They're not watching the game. They don't understand that he's like the fourth or fifth option now. His stat line is basically Keegan's last year because they have the same role. Because he has his role now. Um, so he shot five for 10, 50% shooting, 50% from three. He shot three of six. I mean, he balled out today. And, and I think that's perfect. 
that's about what I want him to do. And we're getting such great value out of him. Um, I really hope the HB slander kind of dies down, at least, you know, have a little 48 hour moratorium, but we'll see. Liz, what's up? Daily, you're asking for a lot there for Kings fans to not try to roast Harrison Barnes because for some reason, even after a win, they always have to find the negative and say, oh, I'm like, what do we expect like our team to score like 200 points every game and every person go off for fucking 40 points? Like, what are we doing here? It's crazy. But uh, no, I just wanted to give a shout out real quick uh, to Lindsay Harding, <clears throat> who's coaching our Stockton Kings team. She got her first win last night. So before I forgot, I just wanted to give a shout out to her because that is pretty awesome what she's going to be doing over there. So love that for them. Absolutely. Shout out to her. Um, App, what's going on? Welcome back. Yo, what up, Daily? Oh, it's good to be back. Uh, great win tonight. Always good to beat the Lakers. I want to say we won, like, the last four in Staples. So, you know, I wish Kobe was alive to see that. You know, our Peter Kobe. Um, Fox, man, I mean, he's a top ten player in the league right now. I mean, I don't even think it's debatable. I think he's a couple more games he'll be in the MVP conversation. Just the way he pushes the ball up the court. And he, even on the ESPN broadcast, they they kind of alluded to it how we'd score in, with 20 seconds left on the clock. Fox pushing the ball quarter in the corner, you know. Fox pushing the ball up, Harrison Barnes in the corner, you know, like just his pace and tempo to the game. I think he's finally mastered what he wants to do, and he he knows how to really just dominate at every level. So I'm I'm love what I see him from Fox. Um, I wish Sabonis would do this every game. To be kind of honest, like. He's such a bruising center. Like, he's pretty much the third best center in the league. I think there's not many centers, maybe one or two, that can even guard him. So I wish when, when, once he's gets going, I feel like we're really just unguardable because now he's pushing the ball up the floor. Now you don't know if he's going to go to the rim or spray it out. And then once he starts getting to the rim, they got to double him. And now he's kicking passes to Harrison, Keegan, Fox, Herter, you know. So he's such a dominant player. I mean, what he did to AD tonight is just crazy, dude. Like, dropped like 20 and 10 on him in the, at halftime. Hopefully, you know, we keep up the momentum. Uh, I love what I'm seeing from Keegan. He may not be scoring the ball right now, but his defense, I mean, we're talking about maybe second, third team all defense this year. I mean, what he's done to Donovan Mitchell, what he's done, what he did to D'Lo and Austin Rivers. I, I mean, Austin Reeves, there was one play where he had just had Reeves in a box, didn't know what to do, then finally stripped him. I think he's playing at just a good level. I think he just needs to get his legs underneath him because he's playing much harder. And last year, all he had to do was stand in the corner, so his legs are always good for threes. Now he's constantly chasing the best opposing player every night, and he just has to get used to it. So I'm really proud of what Keegan's doing right now. Hopefully he keeps it up. And, um, yeah, like the beam. Hopefully we uh, get this win against the Spurs. App, always appreciate you. Uh, well said, man. FJ, what's up? I just wanted to add on to, like, I just wanted to add, like, a couple things because I forgot to mention them when I was talking originally. Um, first of all, Austin, the, the, the whole Lakers fans trying to say, oh, Austin Reese is, like, an all-star. No, can we just, like, limit him to just being a role player because bro they overrate him so bad like it, it just it just it's sad watching him play because of how Lakers fans be overrating him like don't get me wrong he's he's not the worst like he he's gonna be good but like this narrative that he's an all-star like type player because of like what a playoff run no I, I just don't see I would have passed like few Lakers games I don't see it and another thing no disrespect to Halliburton, but there were many people saying, oh, the Kings traded away the wrong point guard. Like, they were praising Halliburton, like, a few days ago. And, like, look, both Halliburton and Fox are, like, going off on their on their respective teams. So I just want to, like, let's just nip that narrative saying, oh, they traded away the wrong point guard. We're King, us Kings fans are very happy with Fox, and us Kings fans are also um, proud to see, you know, Tyrese succeeding on Indiana. So, like, can we just, like, nip that narrative and, like, not have to choose between one or the other? It's ridiculous. All they had to do is see one highlight reel of Halliburton going off for 38 points. And then they start chirping again. They don't watch the games. They just saw the highlight reel. So it's it's really unfortunate. And of course, we all know they don't watch the Sacramento Kings. So they don't even know what's out here. Trust me, they could probably not even know uh, the name of our arena. 
yeah, it's ridiculous. So I don't even pay it no mind, honestly. Because people just love to like shit on Sacramento or say, oh, their last season was a fluke. Oh, they're not going to do that again. This, that, that. Oh, the Warriors owned it. But like these narratives about like the Sacramento Kings is just crazy. And then when they do good, everybody's quiet. Like, like, like not one word is said. But when, oh, but say we get blown out, like how we got blown out against Houston twice, a bunch of people are chirping, writing us off and everything. And it's like, where are they when they when we succeed? Well, let me just say this. There's Golden One Center, right? Mm-hmm. Can we officially name uh, Staples Golden One South? Uh, I, I'm beginning to feel Golden that. One South. I love it. I'm just saying. I mean, after these few games, yeah, we have the right. After team. last season too, we didn't even lose in uh, Staples or in the Crip, whatever they call it nowadays. We didn't lose in LA last year. We won all of our games that we played against the Clippers and the Lakers. No, absolutely, man. Golden one south. Let's start it right now. That's all I'm saying. I have um, to put a secondary beam up in there. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know, just speaking about the whole Fox and Tyrese thing. I mean, the media is going to create the narrative that they want to create, of course. But let's not forget, y'all, people were wanting Fox traded. People were shitting on Fox when he had no fucking help. So, like, I forget a lot of our freaking Kings fans were on the timeline saying he's not him. He's not that guy. Like, what are we doing now? Because, Fox, we all know true hoopers that actually watch the game of basketball know when De'Aaron Fox has help, he can be that guy. And he is him. Like, that shit just needs to stop right now. I swear, if I ever see something negative about Deer Fox again, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go crazy because that's just insane. But I don't. I didn't forget that there was a ton of people shitting on this man for many, many years when he was literally in basketball hell. And I'm like, that's just facts about the Kings. And for a long time, it was basketball hell. So of course, you're not gonna enjoy your time playing basketball when your team sucks. But finally, we got the right people in place to do the right things, make the right moves, and now Fox has helped. And look what he's doing out there. He could potentially be in the MVP conversation. Like, what are we doing here? It's crazy. Well, think about this. When was the last time you stressed out about a shooting guard having the ball in the fourth quarter? Remember that late in the fourth and Buddy Heald would start dribbling? And, like, I swear to God, it was like a whole season of him dribbling the ball off his knee and getting a turnover, and then we didn't just lose the game. That seems You're like me ages PTSD, ago. PTSD, Bailey. PTSD. Seriously, uh, it's been so long. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting flashbacks daily. Don't remind. Yeah, me. I know, right? Uh, our trauma. <laughs> so let's just be present and enjoy this shit because this is beautiful. It's, it's almost hard to get used to, um, and it's almost weird just seeing this team. And this is another improvement from last year. They were not a good mm-hmm. first quarter team from last year. Remember, and then mm-hmm. to see them go out guns blazing and, and kicking that ass in the first quarter is just a beautiful thing. And of course, finishing. And we haven't even mm-hmm. seen fourth quarter Fox because we didn't have not needed him because we're winning these games um, yeah. and dominating. It, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, minus the Houston road trip. I understand that. Um, Jordan, what's up? So uh, just to kind of uh, piggyback of what you guys uh, were saying, yes, like we need to, first of all, we need to appreciate the fact that we are not in the purgatory that we were in piggybacking off of what um liz was saying about fox he was getting shit on for years when he was our only good player he was the only one stepping up i, I remember when we got rid of uh jaeger and we brought in walton and we thought at, and some people thought at first hey this is going to be a great this is going to be a great fit for the kings only for him to slow down our offense make buddy heal the primary ball handler and it's just year after year after year of disappointment and hurt how many times did the kings have a lead going into the third quarter and absolutely collapse and it's a blowout win for the other team 20 30 points or even if it was a close game i remember one game in particular that i went to uh it was a minnesota timberwolves game which by the way those games used to be terrible minnesota timberwolves and sacramento kings those games used to be absolutely horrible I remember Buddy Heald dribbled the ball out for probably a good 10 seconds before chucking up a shot in overtime and completely bricking it. We are not in that time frame anymore, so we need to appreciate the fact that we have a good team now. 
uh, kind of what uh, FJ was saying as well. Um, the media is going to create their own narratives. Obviously, they don't respect Sacramento. They don't respect Fox. They don't respect Sabonis. They definitely don't fucking respect Sabonis. But we can't worry about that because at the end of the day, we know our team, we know other teams, and we know that we're better than a lot of those other teams. So um, my true point as to why I came in here, again, I just came from the Lakers are not contenders uh, space. And they are just um, – the two players that they're shitting on the most are Davis and Reeves. They were talking about uh, Reeves playing 34 minutes and just absolutely shitting the bed. Why it wasn't Rurian, yada, 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 all this type of bullshit. Thinking, Still thinking that Reeves is the all-star that the media and Lakers fans have portrayed him to be when reality – he's shown through the first – nine ten games this year that he is not that guy absolutely not and the second thing was people are just absolutely shitting on davis how do you get punked by sabonis he's been getting punked by sabonis his entire career he's checks notes eight and oh or oh and eight anthony davis oh and eight against demontis sabonis and demontis sabonis once again proved why that is the case once again, he had a double-double in the first half of this game. Double-digit rebounds and, what was it, 24 points? Might have been less than that. But this, at the end of the day, at least Lakers fans are more humble than Warriors fans. I will say that. I know Lakers fans. At least they're a little bit more humble than Warriors fans. Warriors fans, straight delusion delusion but we're not going to talk about those guys but that's basically what the space was talking about all praise for lebron and completely shitting on reason davis which you just love to hear when people are wrong about things that you know that they're wrong about well said man thank you jordan and thanks for coming back and reporting i'm surprised that you actually uh could hear what was going on they usually speak over each other so that's fascinating yeah, no, they were letting each other speak. That was the most interesting part. They were letting oh. each other speak, and and they were talking calmly at first, but then this one guy was just talking calmly, and then he just started screaming. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I I think there's like at least a few voice actors in there because they start doing different accents and dialects. It's it's fascinating. Seriously, Liz, you were saying something. Uh, shoot, I forgot. <laughs> I'll I'll say if I remember it. Branzino, what's happening? Yo, what up, y'all? Uh, I wrote this down, so I won't forget. It's just something real quick. Uh, we see y'all nine Kings fans coming in talking about nine Kings shit. Uh, we don't care, Kings, bitch. Okay, so I noticed there's always a lot of you know the talk come in about the other fan bases and stuff like that. Um, my favorite part about listening to this space is because we talk about us, and but uh, we're not gonna get well. You know, they try to bait us into, like, feeding off into what the other spaces do and stuff like that. Like, we got the best team in the league. I don't know when we play the Nuggets. Uh, I got to look that up. But, um, like, we really are the hardest team in the league. Like, ain't nobody better than us. So, um, just to kind of see how the other fan bases are scrambling, trying to kind of peek in to see what we got going on. Hey, bro, we going to beat any team we come up against. So if you a fan of whoever, we're going to beat your team this year. So um, it's just kind of interesting to see people peeking in to try and see what's going on. That's all. Oh, that, and they, they probably can't comprehend it because we're not arguing and we don't speak over each other. Um, They're trying I'm sure they think chaos. I'm boring as shit, which is totally fine with me. Um, but yeah, we're, we're that mellow space where we, it's like a fucking dinner party. I kept saying that Yo. last year. The bonus. Uh, What's up? I was watching the interview. This kind of like a side conversation, but I was watching the interview with uh, Andre Three Thousand and uh, Rick Rubin. And bro, your voice sounds exactly like Rick Rubin. Like uh, I will take that. Dope. <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Uh, Torino, what's happening, man? Thank you, uh, Branzino. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm riding the high, the same high as everyone else is tonight. Uh, great, great win. Uh, wire to wire. They uh, pretty much uh, enforced their dominance early, and they never looked back. And uh, that's the team that we know. And 
Um, you know, shout out to the guys, man, Domash and Fox, you know. This I I had seen a, a post earlier and and even and even uh, going into last year where they were naming the top duos in the league and Fox and Sabonis is I mean to me they are top 5 duo in the NBA. Um, you know, a big man point guard combination is always, you know, a championship caliber uh duo when they when they're both like really, you know, getting shit done on a nightly basis and that's what they've been doing. And uh you know, LA had no answers. They never do. But um, yeah, they they seriously had no answers. This is probably the most dominant that Domas has been this season, you know, so far. Um, and he's only gonna get better, he's only gonna get more dominant, you know. Uh and yeah, man, just um great win, obviously. You know, I obviously I had mentioned before that I feel like this rivalry with the Lakers doesn't really like of course I love when we beat them. But I feel like that that rivalry has shifted over to Golden State, and I'm just you know looking forward to when we can you know definitely dominate them on a more regular basis, and you know put that rivalry to bed and and, and come out as the big dogs of that matchup. But for right now, and for the last couple of years, really, you know specifically last year and this year, we are definitely the big brothers to the to the Lakers, like. You know, championships and all that history aside, like right now, in 2023, almost 2024, we the big brothers to the Lakers. We we the big brothers of LA. Period. Like, cause we better than the Clippers as well. And um, you know, what I mean, it just goes to show that you know the guys they they stayed locked in. You know, even through some early season adversity, man, they they didn't get rattled. Um, they didn't give up. They didn't put their head down. Shout out to Kev, man. He He's already playing better in these last few games than he played last year, like all together. So, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to um, Keegan for just being, he's going to be a two way superstar in this league. Um, I called him Slim Duncan when he came into the, uh, to the league for us. And he's showing flashes of like a Kawhi kind of uh, player. And either comp is, you know, an all time comp, uh, you know, comp. So, which if he ends up being one or the other or hell both, the Kings definitely hit on that draft pick. And, um, you know, people have been asking that or saying that the Kings need that so-called third star. He's that for us already. Now if they can make a move and bring in a, a more established vet who is, you know, on the same level or even maybe a little better than him while retaining our core core. That's that's the difference between us being a first round team to being a really a finals team, like honestly. So, you know, what I mean, um, all in all, man, beautiful dub, both straight. We got uh, San Antonio on Friday. You know, I know Wimby. You know, he's taking the league by storm right now, and you know, rightfully so. He a baller, but you know, what I mean, I, I trust that Domas and Co. and, and Fox and and Squad gonna definitely uh, be able to. Hold him, you know, keep him, keep him, uh, earth based, you know. So, um, yeah, man, light the fucking beam. 100%. We really need to beat Wimby now before he starts whooping her ass in about three or four years. Seriously, take advantage of his youth now because it's going to be over when he puts it all together. He's downright scary. Uh, Jordan, what's up? One more thing I, I did want to say. Uh, so Keith was in here earlier. And he uh, joined a space, uh, and he tweeted about the space, and he said, about to spread the gospel of the Saboner. Just perfect. Uh, but my favorite <laughs> – sorry. My favorite moment from this game either had to have been that three over LeBron because that was just like – in my opinion, that's a career moment for Fox. Just to be able to shoot something like that over LeBron is just – at least in my mind, that is. Or um, – or the, I did see a, a little snippet on Twitter of him cussing out a Lakers fan, telling them to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Basically, just know your role, shut your mouth. Just, it's it's a good night here in Sacramento. I'm loving this. I love coming on this show ever since I, um, I love coming into this space because once again, we, 
don't talk over each other. We just spread our opinions. Even when the, when, even when we were getting blown out by the Rockets, we remained optimistic. We understood that our team played like shit those games. But I remember saying once again, and I'm going to reiterate this, shooters shoot, and Kevin Herter shot the hell out of the ball tonight. I told you guys he did not need to move out of the starting lineup. Just give him, just give him time, give him space, let him do his thing. And he's had three straight 20-point games with four or more threes. So he's been on fire, and this has just been an absolute... I'm, I'm glad that this team is starting to come back and finally starting to look like the beam team from last year. Uh, if anything, an even better team from last year. Still going to be, in my opinion, the top five team in the West this year. We own the Pacific Division, and we're probably about to own the Western Conference this year. So that's all I'll say about tonight. I hope you're right. Absolutely, man. Um, FJ, what's up? One moment that <clears throat> y'all didn't bring up, which I'm surprised about, was the way Kavan Herder shot that turnaround three. Like, like that boy, like he he officially earned it. Like after these past three 20 point games, he he earned his name Kavan back. And there's something about this team, like like playing in November, they just start to like turn up, get everything in order. Because like we've seen it last year, now we're seeing it this year. So it's like I'm really proud that they're like you know turning things around, especially from those two dud games when we were you know co- coached by Luke Walton when we lost to the Rockets. Yeah, those were embarrassing, but like I'm glad that they're turning it around now. And <clears throat> honestly, like like Sabonis and Fox as a duo doesn't get talked about as much because one people overlook both of them and like they don't respect them. Like they need to like. I'm like, first of all, they don't watch the games because the way the what Sabonis and Fox produce on the court, like it's very special. And, and like what Liz said, when Fox has help, that man goes off. Like we fucking had Buddy Hill taking the ball out. Like that that was that man had no help with Buddy Hill there. So we got him out in exchange for Sabonis. Now granted we have to get give up Halliburton, but you know, we had to do what we had to do. But it worked out for both teams because Halliburton is a star, Fox is a star, Sabonis is a star. He's continuing to prove that he's an all-star shutting these narratives down. And I wanted to touch on something. Let's get negative, like, right. Like, let's just get negative for a split second. What? It was mostly Warriors fans saying how Kavon Looney is a better player than Sabonis. And I don't know if they were trolling or actually being for real. Let's just shut that shit down right now. Did Now, now did Looney grab more boards than Sabonis in the playoffs? Yeah, he did, like. Yeah, he did, but like, let's not act like Sabonis still didn't outplay him. Like, like the fact that people are comparing him to Looney is crazy. Now, no disrespect to Looney because that man is, you know, four-time champ. He's a, he's a, you know, warrior legend. But like, bro, he, he is not better than Sabonis. I need these Warriors fans to come out of their delusional bubble saying how he's better than Sabonis when Sabonis be averaging double doubles every single day. Like he works at fucking In and Out. So like, they need to put more respect on Sabonis's name. Like they. And and it's crazy because like after that, I feel like after Draymond stomped his chest, Sabonis has been getting way more like disrespect and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like he was averaging like double double. He averaged the most double doubles last season. He averaged seven assists as a um center. Really, the only center I can think doing that is Jokic. And like after that stomp, people just say, "Oh, Sabonis is overrated. Sabonis is, has no bag. This, that, the third, like when Sabonis has to lead a team. Like when Fox was out, Sabonis had to lead that team." Like, when he was playing aggressive, he, you know, came out with the W, like, against Portland, against OKC. Like, <clears throat> now, granted, those two games against Houston, you know, everybody, granted, it wasn't just his fault. The whole team played like shit. But, like, these past, like, what, four games, Sabonis has been, like, killing it. Double-double, triple-double. Like, like, people need to put more respect on Sabonis. And not, that's not just, like, since he's on the Kings. It's ever since he was on Indiana, like, he's been getting overlooked as an all-star, bro. And it's just, like... Same with Fox. Like, Fox was like, it took like this season for people to like respect Fox a little bit more. And even then, they still discredited him, especially like Lakers and Warriors fans. Like, Fox was, <clears throat> when Fox wants to go off, he can go off. Like, l- last year, when like in a dire situation, we had to co- rely on Fox, you know, fourth quarter Fox, and he would make it happen. This year, we're seeing less of that because the team is overall better. Like, we don't have to rely on one player to like, you know, seal the game for us. We have like, you know, a bunch of players that can. Like, Kavon Herder, sometimes Keegan Murray, sometimes Sabonis. Like, <clears throat> I just really wish that Fox and Sabonis got more respect than like 
they're given, like not just from us, but from everybody else in the NBA community. So, because like it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Uh, don't hate me though. Uh, I'm I'm not necessarily pushing back, but honestly, we got to stop caring about what others think of our team. Honestly, we're not going to get their respect until we win a chip. And that's facts. We could do a Portland run of going to the playoffs for five straight years or eight straight years. We're still not going to get the respect until we get rings. Period. We are not a brand name in the NBA. We're not a legacy team, unfortunately. And I feel you, but it's it's like that's just the way it is. Uh, we just got to focus on ourselves and shit, you know? Manny, you changed your handle, man. What's going on? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going well, dude. Dude, this is fun, man. Like, it's not even just the wins. Like, even I know that the losses were pretty brutal for a second, but this team just—it's the—it's the resilience. It's the way they play. It's the family atmosphere that they display. Like, look, seeing Mike on the throne the other day, right, throwing up the floor. Like, this is a legit family, right? Like, you can see that they enjoy playing with each other. There's nobody that really. Uh, sits on the bench pouting. We all know uh, as much. And look, I've been saying it for a while now, as far as Davion, like I think at some point he can uh, flourish on another team somewhere. And even maybe as a starter, I'm not sure if this team is, is, is what he needs, but, but as long as he's here, like I still think there's a place for him somewhere within Mike's Mike's going to go to him at some point. It's just what Mike does. He finds, he finds he always finds the right moves to make when things aren't going well. And and that's what I love about Mike. And we all I've seen everybody at some point question certain things he's done, but everything he's done has worked. Even with everybody questioning what he did with, with Kayvon, right? At, during the K, training camp, there was well, I don't know if that's a good idea. But at the end of the day, it worked. Everything he does works. There's a method to all his madness. And watching this team is literally pure joy. I get so many calls and texts from friends that are in Chicago or wherever. And they're all like, dude, man, like, how is it? I'm like, I'm like, one thing I love about these fans here, man, is, as they've gone through so much and there's pure joy, like it's unadulterated joy. Like, I don't even know how else to describe it. I'm like, and it's infectious. And it's nobody being an asshole, nobody pulling the whole Golden State assholeness or LA Lakers assholeness. Like, it's literally, I don't think I really like, I mess with a couple guys because some of them are like really strict homers. But like in general, like, I've never met a fan here yet where I'm like, oh, he's just a, a dick or whatever. Like, everyone is legitimate, legitimately a joy to hang out with and watch games with. And, and it's rubbed off on me, like I said, since I've moved here. And, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, I do still think – I know you said let's, you know, four-game winning streak out. I think down the line there is one move to make at some point. Don't know what it'll be, where it'll take the team, like, to that next level. But regardless, this team is growing together, and they're a dangerous team. And like you said, like, I want to – I get why people still disrespect the team a little bit, right, because it's one year. And we've all seen teams – not this team I'm saying, but we've seen other teams in other leagues and other sports where, you know, they have that one great year and then they revert back to what they were. And I was like, oh, that was a fluke. We know that's not this. But I think even if the championship is like, let's say, four or five years down the line, I think after this year and maybe even next year, the respect will be there because it'll be a consistent sea of winning and it'll show the organization in winning mode. And that's that's really what I think people need to see is like it wasn't just one year. It's two years and their threats beyond that. Man, uh, that's how I was about when we started doing all the trades. When we started building this team, when we got Kavon, when we got when Mike Brown was hired. You know, that was my hope. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all, but I, I'm getting greedy. Like <laughs> I, I kind of want this to happen sooner than later. Um, and, and, you know, rational me is like, uh, you know, it takes about four to five years to build a championship team. You look at all the evidence from Milwaukee to Denver. It it took a while, Mm -hmm. but man, I am losing patience and and I'm being irrational right now. And and that's why you're a fan, bro. Yeah. It's it's tough, dude. It's, it's like, I want that so bad. And, and it's like, 
you know, I, I honestly, I would love to just get out of the second round just to show improvement, right? But God damn mm-hmm. it, man. Let's, why not the Western Conference Finals? Why not the Finals? Why not have us go on a Miami Heat bender and, and just go on one and have generational shooting, you know, for like four series straight until they meet the Nuggets and then they um, flamed out. But it's like, they weren't it supposed happened. to be there. So, and we have the shooters to do that. We have more talented shooters than Miami did last year. We could do it. It's just, it'll take a minor miracle. That's all I'm saying. But the way we're looking right now, we absolutely look like a team in February. We look like we're like five months in, and, and it's a beautiful absolutely. thing to see. Absolutely, man. I, I'm this year is just so exciting, man. I, I'm here for the ride, and. But no matter what, like this is man. I'm like I always, I always tell you guys at the end of every time I talk, like yo, man, I'm excited for you guys. I can't wait to see all your joys and uh, to see all your faces and joys and the parades and all that. And and I'm here for it, man. I, I love it. And Manny, where are you in Sacramento? Uh, I'm right. Literally, my backyard is Bing Mahoney Golf Course. <laughs> oh, wild! Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Manny, for coming. Appreciate through. you guys always, uh, Al. What's up, man? What's up? Uh, what a game. What a night. Uh, beating the Lakers on national TV feels so good. Uh, Domas absolutely dominating AD. And I mean, Fox played great. Herder went off again. Um, I personally apologize for doubting him uh, after his slow start. He's, um, I mean, he, he was bound to go off, and now it's been two or three games in a row. He's had a great game. Um, I watched the game at Sauced, got to see the beam, and uh, was hanging out there in the rain, and Mike Bibby came out, so I got to take a picture with Mike Bibby. Um, so overall, great night for the Kings, great night for me, and uh, look forward to the next game. Oh, that's dope. You know, that's, that's a hell of a time. Appreciate y'all. Again, crypto is now golden one south. Um, thank you all for coming through. Elizabeth and Naima, thanks for taking one for the team. I know you guys are tired as well. So we're out of here. All right. Good night, y'all. Thank you. That's a beam. Light it. Beat LA. Hashtag G1C South, baby. <laughs>